Hey y'all, welcome to the call-up. My name is Sean Kelly. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, Today is the first day of Stopover, so we're going to do this episode with a guy who's playing opening night of Stopover, uh, Aaron Paul Zimmer. You know him from his local band here in Savannah City Hotel. Um, He's also an incredible solo artist in his own right, and um, we had a blast talking about songwriting, about playing bands, playing solo, process, the whole thing, and uh, a great guy, and it was a great chat. So without further ado, here's my interview with Aaron Paul Zimmer. So tell me, because, you know, you've you've been kind of part of part of the scene, so to speak, for, for a long time in a lot of different capacities, um, solo and, you know, with different groups and stuff like that, City Hotel, and... Um, Give me a bit of like the background of I guess how you got into music and and kind of what like you were listening to when you first started out all that kind of stuff. Um, let's see. My my dad uh, had guitars around the house growing up. He had a good buddy that he used to play guitar with, and so um, we had you know instruments around the house. And you know at some point when I was pretty young, my dad taught me um, just a few chords on the guitar, and then uh, you know. I, I knew how to, you know, play maybe three or four chords when I was a kid, but really I didn't get into it until I was maybe about 13 or 14, you know, maybe in seventh or eighth grade, you know, it's just a, it's a weird time for everybody, and that's how I, um, you know, chose to express myself, yeah, so, you know, yeah. you know I'd get, shut myself in my room and just play guitar for, for hours on end, and uh, what I really like to do is write songs, um, my grandfather is a poet, and uh, I guess I was just trying to emulate him at first, and then I just kind of stepped in, you know, found my own kind of style that I liked. Um, but, you know, I've always kind of leaned towards the more folksy, you know, side of things. I, I, my dad used to listen to uh, old school country, you know, uh, Merle Haggard and George Jones, and he, he loves Willie Nelson. Yeah. Um, but then, you know... I, I, when I started listening to music on my own, you know, it was late 90s, early uh, 2000s, uh, you know, I was into what, you know, you would consider pop music back then, so I was like, you know, listening to a lot of Red Hot to a couple of person, uh, uh, it was Harvey Danger, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the Wallflowers and stuff like that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but then when I started writing music, it was more just kind of, you know, simple, you know, folk style of guitar and, and lyrics like that so sure so what i mean so when you started writing were you sort of taking cues from anything that like you kind of grew up listening to or were you just sort of trying to kind of like carve your own path was there really a was there like a kind of a concerted effort to to do like i'm gonna do this or was it just very natural the whole kind of folk singer kind of deal yeah it was it was it was it was not very directed or intentional. I think, you know, I, you know, I was, I was pretty young, you know, I was 13, 14, so I didn't think about it too much. Sure. You know, I just kind of would emulate other, other artists and, you know, you know, uh, stuff that I liked. And then, but, you know, at some point it did become intentional sitting down and, and writing a song, but, uh, you know, coming up with an idea that, you know, meant something to me. But, you know, at first I'm sure I was just thinking about, you know, whatever, you know, was bothering me yeah, <laughs> you know, at that yeah. point in time or whatever I was angsty about, you know, <laughs> girls and whatnot, you know. Right, right. So. so, I mean, so nowadays, what do you, what, what really interests you as a writer? I mean, is, 
you know, mostly as a lyricist, like, like what, what do you find yourself kind of gravitating towards in terms of themes and subject matter and stuff? Um, I write a lot about family. Um, I like writing songs with, you know, like a story behind them, um, in terms of, you know, telling a story. So, um, you know, and I'll, you know, a lot of my stuff is centered, you know, schematically around, you know, uh, family and stuff like that and yeah. how I grew up and, and a lot of it's autobiographical. Um, you know, a lot of this record, this new record is about kind of settling down, um, you know, as a, as a person in my early thirties and, you know, kind of finding a home, uh, for myself and my wife and, sure. uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's always been about whatever's going on in my life at the time, just like, you know, I'm sure most writers do. You can't really write about anything you don't know about, you know, so right, right. every story, every story I tell is really about, you know, usually something that I've gone through or somebody that I know. Um, and a lot of them are family stories too. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you feel like, as a writer, like if you, I mean, do you, do you start with kind of like a seed of an idea or is it just sort of like one of those things? It's like you, you kind of start writing and, and then you, it kind of finds itself after a while. Cause I know, cause a lot of different writers, you know, people write different ways. Sometimes you have this idea and it's like, this is the song I'm writing about. This is the, the, the theme or other times it's just like you write some words and then you're like, Oh man, this is the thing. This is what this song is about. And you kind of, how does that work for you? How do you find your, your thing? Yeah, it comes all different ways. Um, you know, sometimes I sit down and I say, yeah, I'm going to write a song, you know, and so I, you know, formulate some ideas and then I come up with, you know, a chord progression and, you know, put the song together. And sometimes it just does come naturally. Like, I'm a, I'm, I run a lot. And so a lot of the ideas I get will just pop in my head while I'm running and listening to other music and just kind of thinking about stuff. And so, yeah. you know, come up with an idea and then I'll, you know, just play my guitar until I come up with an appropriate, you know, melody or, or hook or something, and then I'll put it together. And then sometimes it's just like, you know, a song will literally just pop into my head, and it's already halfway done. I mean, I, one of the songs on the record, Long Way Home, um, Long Road Home, rather, um, I thought up the first verse in a dream, and I woke up, and it was there in my head, and, and like, I wow. ran, ran to my guitar and started playing it, and it, you know... But that's the first time that's happened to me. But, uh, yeah, I actually dreamed about playing music, and that was I, crazy. I had that song written in the dream, and so I wrote the, wrote the rest of it. But that's that's not typical. That was pretty weird, but it yeah. was kind of cool. It's 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 really interesting how I mean, you know, I mean, I'm a songwriter, and I've talked to a lot of songwriters, and I, I think it's like it it is interesting how it just happens in all different ways for people, and it's like. It, it, like like you know if it's not something that you do it's 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 hard to understand um kind of you know i think a lot of the times people just assume that like like a lot of times too you sit down and you write a song but it's just sometimes it's just this inexplicable thing that happens and it's it's very like intuitive and sort of um subconscious almost at at times so that's that's interesting how that's happened to you because i've i've heard i've heard people say things that are very very similar in terms of like songwriting coming from that sort of subconscious place or in, in a dream thing or something and there's always people who are like oh, i thought of this idea in the shower or something it's just interesting when you yeah. you know it's like how yeah. how it manifests itself you know um so so tell me a bit like about um you know playing in bands and then playing as in in a in a solo kind of format like especially if you come from a band and then going into playing a solo thing, it can be very, 
very daunting. Like if you're used to having people kind of behind you and stuff, um, what, like, what's your experience been like? Do you, do you prefer being in a band or do you kind of prefer doing, doing your own thing or do you sort of have an appreciation for, for both? Cause it's hard for some people. Some people really, you know, I, I know artists who are bigger and they, and they have solo careers, but they don't like playing without a band, you know, behind them. And, yeah. and it, so I'm just curious as to your experience with that kind of thing, having done both. Yeah, I appreciate aspects of both. I, I certainly, um, yeah, I, I have a lot of fun um, playing with Studio Joe. I mean, it's just, it's just delightful to be up there with, you know, three of my, you know, best friends just, you know, creating music together. And so that, that kind of like fellowship aspect of it is, is the most attractive thing. I mean, it's fun, you know, you can kind of, you know, you're not up there all alone too. So that, that helps. And, you know, the energy is definitely there with the band. You can feed off of each other. I've been playing with City Hotel for so long that we are like very in tune with each other and very in step with each other. So like, you know, we'll do regular shows now where we don't have a set list. Like, and we'll just take, you know, old tunes from four, five, six years ago that we've been playing, and we'll just totally change them up on the fly. And, wow. you know, we can do that because we have played for so many years ago and we just kind of can't read each other and stuff like that. But, so that's just a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, I, I do love playing solo and it's, it's got to be the right venue right. for it. Um, you know, I played some solo shows that were, it, it, was, it was just so meaningful to me because people were, you know, in the right venue will be hanging on your every word because you're just there kind of stripped bare with just the guitar and your voice and sure. they listen to this they listen to the songs more um when it's just you but yeah i mean like playing solo in some bar you know downtown that's no fun right I mean, like exactly you know it's just i mean i don't actually i, I shouldn't say that i don't enjoy you know sitting and playing in a bar by myself because people just talk over you and it doesn't matter if it's you know, Jimi Hendrix back there treading, you know, they, they're not going to. Well, when you're there playing your own stuff, you know, it's like, it's, you know, it is, it's all, it's all, it is really about the environment. And that's, that's, that's really true. I mean, it's, it, it can be a transformative experience seeing somebody solo in the right venue. It's, it's kind of this indescribable things. Yeah, you're totally right. And, and so, so segueing from there, I mean, um, let's get into uh stopover. So, are you so are you playing solo, like, or, or or do you have a band backing you up for for this, for yourself? Yeah, I've got a band backing me up, and it's actually the guys that <clears throat> helped me put out um, this new this new album, Saints and Heretics. So it's, oh, cool! It's the two guys that um, run the garage, which is a studio in Savannah. Um, but it's Colin Ma and Matt Collette, who yeah. are, have become really good friends of mine, but. Uh, you know, Matt was in a band called Bear Fight, and he's done, like, tons and tons of projects. And Collins, and he plays bass for the Trainwrecks. Um, so those two guys who, you know, we collaborated on the record together, and so they've since, you know, we decided that since we kind of wrote this together, we wanted to perform a lot together, obviously. And then um, Stu Harmony from the Trainwrecks is going to be playing, like, Dopo and by guitar. And oh, cool. Some B-Bender stuff. Um so yeah, so it'll be a, the four of us playing, and then eventually, you know, I'd like to pull in some more, more people on, maybe on some, uh, some you know, keys and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I don't, I don't know quite where it's going to go, but for now, it'll just be the four of us. So I mean, so is this kind of the first, 
time that this configuration of people have played together, or, or have you all done some? Stuff this will be our very first live show. Wow, <laughs> that's huge. But we've, yeah, we put in tons of rehearsal time, and it's you yeah. know it's all people that have been playing music for you know, 10, 15, 20 years from them. So, yeah. um, you know, it's we we put a lot of rehearsal time in it. So hopefully it'll go it'll go well. We're really excited to finally play the record live. That's great, man. And and so so your date is it's, it's the first day, right? So we're we're playing at six thirty at Ships of the Sea, and we'll, so we're playing with Sun Talk and Lucy uh, Dacus, I believe. That's Lucy Dacus, that yeah. Much. That that that'll yeah. be an amazing show. She's incredible. That's some, that's just an incredible bill. So, um, hopefully yeah, I've always wanted to play at Ships of the Sea, man. That's that's a great venue. Um, yeah, and I, I love like outside venues too. So. Yeah. It should be cool. Hopefully, it's warm enough to where everybody's comfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to to chat. Um, and for for people who are listening, uh, six thirty ships of the sea, it's it's going to be a kickoff to a great night. So you'll definitely want to be there for that. And uh, Aaron, thank you so much, man, for, for for taking the time to to chat today. All right. Thanks, Aaron. I really appreciate it. Um, let's jump right into a song. Here's Aaron Paul Zimmer right here on the call-up. Oh, 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 oh,
Awesome. Aaron Paul Zimmer. Uh, full stopover schedule, of course, is available at savannastopover.com. Um, hope everybody has a great, safe, fun, kick-ass weekend. Lots of great shows. Um, be doing one more of these tomorrow with Dope Knife. Um, and uh, I wish we could have covered all the local bands. and It's just hard to juggle all this kind of stuff. But next year, I think we'll be able to do everyone, hopefully, and maybe some headliners and stuff too on the podcast, which would be super fun. Um, and I'm going to do more local spotlight too, because I like talking to local bands just outside of step over. But so look out for that and look out for more, uh, episodes of these in the future. Um, thanks so much again, y'all for tuning in and, uh, until next time I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.